Blog Talk Radio. The great city playboys, they're always around to help build your hope up, then help drag you down. They'll leave you with nothing worth singing about. Good evening, Mains. It's Wednesday, July 31st, 2013, and me and my boy John Weeks be taking you through the night. So I'd like to welcome the Sade to my batter and wah, Mr. John Weeks. John, how are you? Good. How are you, Mr. Holmes? Yeah. Hey! <laughs> um, I'm all right. So this this week is a big week for you, huh? <laughs> big week? Yes, yes, it is. A terrible week in a lot of ways, but uh, that's during the big trio. <laughs> Why is it terrible? Oh, I'm old, man. I'm old. <sighs> so Jonathan Wikimons, the great city playboy, is about to turn the dirty thirty years old. That's right, the thirty thirty nine. How do you, how do you feel about that? Not good, I guess. Oh, like really? Um, well, it's not a year. It doesn't mean a year, but it's really a milestone year. It's, it's the year where you like look back at your life and say, "What the hell have I been doing the last thirty years?" <laughs> I, don't know what, I don't know if I've been doing anything except for like not taking showers and like working. That's all I've done. <laughs> Wait, not taking showers and what? Working. And what washing? Uh, working? No, not washing. Definitely not washing. <laughs> working. <laughs> Sorry, going to some school. Reason this. And, uh, I don't think I've yeah, enjoyed yeah. life enough in my in my first thirty. So you know, I I got to start planning now. It sucks. Mhm. Well, let's yeah, talk about this. So, definitely. what you want to do to enjoy life, which you know, I don't know. I mean, it's like none of us really seem to live by this, but it's that old Joseph Campbell adage, follow your bliss. So any day <laughs> that you spend time thinking about uh, stuff that's making you unhappy, well, try and, you know, kind of trick your mind into thinking about stuff that makes you happy and take each day to work towards, um, uh, like, the towards your goal of, being content, whatever tactics you may use along the way, you know, try to spend each day as if it's your last, you know, follow your bliss, because you don't want to be wasting these days, you never know how how many we have and whatnot, and uh, you just want to follow your bliss, man, that's that's all there is, you just got to, you know, follow your bliss, so if you keep thinking about how you don't want to be turning 30, you're, you're following your, you're following your heller. That's true, that's true, I think heller's got a hold on me. And I think you're absolutely correct. What you said was right, and you said it well. Was uh, all your bliss and live each day uh, day by day, you know, because you never know how many days you got. We're all numbered, but uh, you know, you're right. We uh, and work and work hard towards your, your goals every single day. And uh, yeah. yeah, I think you're right. Put it into perspective. It's not. It's really just a, another year, another birthday. But you really gotta, you know, we gotta get rushing on this now. You know, now, now that 
I'm 30. Uh, I want to, you know, well, definitely gotta... spend more more time with the, the homies. You know, it, yeah. it's, it hasn't been right. It hasn't been right. You know, we've been split up so long. We've got to come back together. This is a time for reunification of the mains. <laughs> this, this is the second time I heard that word reunification this week. It just doesn't sound like a real word to me because wouldn't the noun be reunion? That's true. That's true. Main union. How about a main union? <laughs> yeah, we got to get the mains together. Oh, oh, did you get that text from Jay today, by the way? I didn't get no text from Jay today. I got the one from uh, yesterday. Okay, so we got the one yesterday, and then the one I got right after that says, baby coming. (laughs) (laughs) Alert, alert, baby coming. What am I supposed to to do with that? I don't know what to do with that. (laughs) I have no idea. Is that like a threat? Watch out, baby's coming. I I don't know. I don't get it. Maybe maybe it's an evil royal baby that's coming. Oh, God. Maybe he's talking about the royal baby. Maybe he's talking He's uh, caught up in that mess, that hot mess over there. <laughs> um, yeah, so our friend Jason, uh, a friend of his is having a baby, so he's having a, you know, like a, a surprise party. But now apparently the baby's coming. And uh, I, I, what the hell's going on? Isn't I, I didn't, are they, they're not together, are they? What's going on I, there? I, we shouldn't talk about this. Uh, yeah, we, well, you know, I don't think they are, but I don't know. Everything's going crazy over over the world of the mains. Uh, the the mains have to be reunified. Something has to happen. Mm, you mean reunited? Re- reunited, and it feels so good. That's right, yes. Yeah. So uh, before we get off of uh, Matthew Heller, let's get back to him for a second. Uh, oh. There was, um, just in terms of the evil that lurks among us, on on the subway today, uh, there <laughs> There was an odd-looking group of people. There was um, an older white woman in a tie-dye T-shirt, and there was uh, like a 20-year-old African-American woman standing next to her. Uh, and in front of the African-American woman, there was a little uh, – it was either a little person or like a 10-year-old with facial hair. And, and then and then next to them was a guy with kind of a droopy eye. And then next to that guy was a guy who was just huge, tremendous guy, and was really uh, just tremendous, took up a lot of the train. And he was tall and he was fat, and, and uh, he had like a microphone attached to his ear. So I'm just thinking like, well, this this is an odd group, but whatever. It's New York and whatnot. And uh, then the guy with the droopy eye starts saying, as soon as the door is closed, I just want to talk to you for a minute about Jesus. And then he goes on this tirade about Jesus Christ. Uh, and then his tirade ends, and uh, and the the old white woman starts filming him. And I thought she was filming him as like a joke. I thought she was filming him because she wasn't part of that group and she was just, like, filming him as a joke. But then what happened was there was a pause when the doors opened and when the doors closed again, the big, fat, tremendous guy with the fake microphone in his ear starts screaming so loudly uh, about Jesus and how, like, uh, you know, uh, he was like, there is no Allah. You know, Allah is not 
God. And uh, whoever the hell else he was talking about is not God. And uh, then what's his name? Um, uh, yeah, the, the same guy. He was just like, he was screaming so loud. It was like hurting people's ears. But then after he was done with his like sermon, uh, and I was thinking, like, when is this going to end? Are each of them going to do a sermon on, the, you know, each time the train doors close? But but then uh, one of them took a picture after the guy was done, took a picture of the big tremendous guy, and he smiled, and I saw the wrath of Satan in those dark black eyes. I have never known the evil that his smile contained. Was, was that Heller's band? It might have been Heller's band. <laughs> Probably. Probably. Matthew Heller and the, well, I forget what his band's called. Um, but it could have been them. The, 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 the satanic tribe of with many and big men. Many men. I almost went to MatthewHeller.com to check. Remember not to do that. They're going to oh, HellerMusic.com. do that. You will lose your soul if you go to that website. Don't do it. <laughs> Wait, no, but that's not his. That's that's the other guy's. That's the artist. Oh. artist. All right. What the hell is this guy's band's name? Matthew Heller. Oh, and the Clever. Jeez, he has oh. a lot of Facebook. Uh, he has 2015 Facebook likers. How about that? Oh, they're not real. Those are not real. Yeah, he probably bought them. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> probably like enslaved souls that he took when he was in Mortal Kombat as Shang Tsung. Finish him! Finish him! Hey, Weeks, did I ever tell you my friend fucked a tranny off the internet? <laughs> no, you didn't. I forgot about that. That sounds um, like an incredible story. You know what's, you know what's weird is that the other night... Oh, the other night, John Weeks, I had a um, a dream I had sex with a friend of mine who's a female. And then the last couple days, I've I've been having these, uh, it's just the, all these, like, heterosexual thoughts. And then um, they, uh, what happened, uh, um, oh, my God, uh, I'm drawing a blank here. Um, I'm 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 searching for it. I've lost it. I just had it. I lost it. So the heterosexual stuff. I'm thinking down deep. I'm I'm reaching down there. I'm, but I keep seeing that smile with the wrath of the devil behind it. Um, <laughs> I think I got from Matthew you, Heller man. and the clever from the clever. <laughs> so you met the clever. Watch out. Oh my yeah, god. Why did he have a microphone? But he didn't make any sense. Anyway. Um, there, there's just been a lot of I've been uh, I've been uh, attracted to uh, uh, you know like females more in the last couple of days or whatever and uh, and it's just been a oh that's what I was gonna say so and then yesterday um, I, this probably had nothing to do with it but uh, we were at this Thai place for lunch me and B Marsh and Tori and the the menu was plastic and I just said at some point I really want to break this menu in half and then they were like. <laughs> That's really like uh, a very masculine thing, and I was like, I don't know what's going on with me this week. And then D Marsh was like, Yeah, he's going through something this week. Yeah, and uh, what's going on so, with you, man? I don't know. I need you to interpret this. I had I had sex with a good friend of mine in a dream, and then all this crazy shit's happening. I don't know, man. What has something happened lately that uh, you know has pushed you towards the attraction of women? 
what's going on here? Is there a girl in mind here? Or is this just like, you know, other than your friends, you know, friends, I guess. No, well, I've had it was two dreams recently, actually. One, I made out with a girl for 10 mm-hmm. minutes, and then it was really awkward the rest of the dream because we're friends. And then the and then this one where you know we actually bang and she had me uh, jizz all over her titty breast. <laughs> and you're breaking menus. You want to break, what? What are you? Are you on steroids? <laughs> oh no! I don't know if someone slipped more uh, testosterone into my uh, uh, my iced coffee in the morning or something. <laughs> are you going to the gym more often or something? Or what's going on there? Lifting weights? I don't know what's... No, I don't think so. I don't know what's going on with me. I think ever since you saw the uh, the Clever on the subway, that's it. That That's it. Everything's going to go that was, awry in your life. That was today. That was this evening that I saw the Clever. Oh, okay. All right, well, well uh, be careful. You know, things are going to get really weird after that. <laughs> I've never known a darkness so dim as I saw it in my eyes tonight. Uh, but... The, <laughs> so, but, but speaking of dreams, John, there was a, um, I, I had the craziest freaking dream last night, and I'll just tell you the one part of it, because I realized earlier today when I was telling Ethan about it, that it was very boring, most of the dream, uh, but this one part, um, I was trying to get a, I, I messed up this guy's uh, jersey, because I used it to sop up some water off the float, so... When I went back to get the jersey that I sopped with, I seen this guy, and I was talking to this guy, and then I looked to my left, and I realized that I'm talking to a guy inside a computer screen. Oh, are you serious? Well, what were you looking up? Was it porn on the computer screen? <laughs> <laughs> no, so, like, this is this was like, bearded guy who's, like, a normal guy, except then I look over, and it's just a face in a computer screen. And then when I woke up this morning, I was like, that must be the guy that Weeks is talking about who chooses the porn material. <laughs> he was trying to help me find that guy's jersey that I stopped up. That is very strange, man. That is, well, that's my dream to come true. And your, I guess... It came true in your dreams for some reason. Uh, you know, maybe it's it's it's, it's destiny. I, I think that's what it is. It's destiny, and or maybe you're just on the computer way too much, or um, you got problems. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I I used to pick on my brother so much, my little brother, that um, he had a nightmare, a wild nightmare where he, he used to play a lot of Doom. So did I. And uh, apparently he had a nightmare where he was trapped in a maze, much like Doom, and my head was on fire chasing him around this maze. So I guess after he, t- after he told me about this nightmare, I, I stopped uh, picking on him, and uh, it changed things a lot. You know, I, I realized how bad of a person I was. <laughs> how old were you, 25? <laughs> no, this was just last year. No, I'm just kidding. It was like, <laughs> like when I was 14 and he was like eight. <laughs> um, you know what I was thinking, though? Remember you told me about that lady last week who wore the three pairs of glasses and the magnifying glass? <laughs> yeah. I think she would, be, she would be a good addition to helping find the pornographic material. She, would, she could help that guy. But she's actually good. She's perfect for it. She's got a great business sense, and she may enjoy looking at that stuff. She's, yeah, she may enjoy it. I actually might bring that up at work tomorrow. 
No, no. <laughs> Don't you dare. Um, also, these. Um, okay, so so what do you think about these these guys that uh, that get their 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 nipples pierced? Now, oh. are they? What what sexual orientation do you think most of them are might might be? That's tough. Uh, uh, piercing the nipples. I I don't know. Uh, I just I think they would just be down the straight down the middle. Maybe bisexual. I don't, I don't know. Maybe uh, I, 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 why? I, I, you know what? Why? What's the logic? Because I don't think it's it's not as extreme as piercing some other things and. Um, it, it's. I think it's becoming more common, much like the the females in in our culture today. You know, I think we're all on a path of nipple piercing and females. I think that's just the way it's going to be you know, happen in the twenty second century, probably. Well, my friend said that he he was like, "Hey, I'm gonna get my nipple pierced now. Which one is the one that is?" gay, because I don't want to do that one. I don't want people to get confused, think I'm gay. Should I do one or both? Which one is the one? And I told him, do not do this. And he says, uh, he says, nope, that wasn't an option. And then I like, um, I told him, dude, the only guy I've seen, straight guy I've seen recently forever with his nipples pierced was on the third, on the 4th of July, on Charles's roof, and the guy had his shirt off, and he was a straight guy, he had his shirt off, and he had his nipples pierced, and this guy, Ethan, later referred to him as that gay guy. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Just because, like, you know, it, it just seems to be the typical assumption, and I, I was told this kid, you know, it just seems like, yeah, yeah, you know, it, you're going to be, people might get confused. And then he was like, and then he was like, well, I mean, I don't want people to get confused. And I was like, what is that supposed to mean? And, you know, I was like a little offended at the same time I was uh, insulting him. <laughs> it sounds like he's a little confused about maybe his orientation. You know, it's, uh, it's if it's something that he had an inkling of a clue what it was about uh, or what it would signify, I think he wouldn't have brought it up unless he's kind of naive about the subject, but. I don't know. I think uh, nipple piercing is definitely exhibitionist, and you know, I don't know if it could just be stereotypically a gay thing. But did that guy in Crazy Town have his nipples pierced? For some reason, I, re- I think of that. Uh, that What's the hell, Crazy, Crazy Town? Town? What? Is Crazy Town the ones who are like, "Come, come, my baby, come"? Yes. Come. Is that yes. that one? Yes. Okay. Yes, I thought Did they he? did, but I think he did, but I don't know. I don't think he was gay. He was like a drug addict, though, right? He was on the Dr. Drew show. <clears throat> oh, boy. Oh, boy. I, uh, you know, I believe the PC term is Asian. <laughs> That's true. That's very true. So uh, I went to a concert last night with Rob Biederman. We saw the uh, Bare Naked Ladies and Ben Folds 5 and uh, Guster in the Prospect Park oh, wow. band shell. Yeah, and uh, you know it was it was such a beautiful night for an outdoor concert in Brooklyn, and it was it was very nice and uh, whatnot. But I realized last night that I have never really had a good time if I drank at a concert. 
and I drank last night, and I, I think it really just ruins it for me because then I got to pee like every five seconds, and I miss stuff, and it's just it's not it. I, and I I don't know like I figured this is one of those concerts where it was kind of just like I had to beat it, and because uh, I'm not I don't know I'm not really a Guster or or Bare Naked fan, but uh, Ben Folds. Yeah, but the thing is, even you know I I, I don't know I expected I expected more out of Ben Folds five. Um, they were good, not great. Uh, what was cool about it was that all the bands like performed together by the end. So that was cool, and you know they, cool. they were all sw- swapping and switching. Um, and uh, the, but the thing about Bare Naked Ladies, did you know that like the one of the main guys, the two main guys, and one of them left the band? No, I didn't know that. Really? Yeah, the guy who's like, it's been, he's gone. Oh my God, the guy with the glasses you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, that's fantastic. oh, he was, he was Bare Naked Ladies. That's what I thought, but I guess the other guy was just as much because he's he's now the leader of the band. You know what? That's ball clap. Where is that I know. guy? Bring that guy back. I guess oh. he wanted to go solo. What's wrong with him? It's really funny that you bring up Bare Naked Ladies. I, I did a random Wikipedia search on them like a week ago, and I read that. Did you know part of the reason for why they're so famous in the in America? Uh, Big Bang Theory. No, no, because Jason Priestley, uh, when he was big back then, uh, promoted them to heck and back. He was actually a roadie there on on a tour bus around the 90210 days. What? Yes, Jason Priestley. He promoted them and he marketed them and he tried to push them as much as possible because I believe he's Canadian too. I, I don't know. Okay. Wasn't, wasn't he already famous by the time they came out? Yeah, he was famous, and but he was still a roadie on their bus for some reason. Mm-hmm. Strange. I guess he's a big fan, and uh, but yeah, he helped Crazy. direct one of their videos, and yeah, that sucks. That guy should be in Bare Naked. He was Bare Naked. I don't remember. I remember the other guy slightly. He was balding a lot, and uh... <laughs> no, not really. He had, he had a full head of gray hair last night. Oh, he must be using that Propecia. Mm, I don't know. <laughs> um. But uh, the what's it call it? Um, uh, that, so that's something that was cool this week. And then the other thing that that was cool. Oh my God! The other thing that was cool this week was uh, um, I was at uh, what do you call it? Uh, I, I was I was or something. And um, you remember uh, a soft Benatar? Yes, I remember a soft, the uh, big time lawyer now, right? Yeah, big time, Johnny, big time. Well, his Johnny father. Uh, wrote to me on Facebook and he said, Dear Ryan, and just sent it. Like, he must have hit enter and it sent. And I was like, Oh, God, like, did someone die? So I was like, you know, anticipating the worst. And then he was like, I hope you're well, and hit enter again. And I'm like, Oh, my God, just send us, you know, what you need. And then he sent this message saying, You know, they're doing a reading of my play. I wrote a play, they're doing a reading of it at Fordham. Uh, can you do it? So then uh, it worked out so that I could do it because the rehearsals are at night, and uh, I actually just got back from it now. And I um, hollered at, uh, oh, because they needed an actress. So I was, like, looking through my phone because I know so many, and I, I it dawned on me that, like, well, the play is very New Haven-centric, and I haven't uh, acted with my friend Lindsay in a long time. So then I, mm-hmm. I hollered at Lin- Lindsay Strawn, the famous Hampton High ECA queen, and um, I hollered at her, and uh, she, and it turns out she can do it. So then on on Monday, 
Um, and tonight we had, you know, the first two rehearsals that we've had in 12 years, uh, and it just kind of feels like all is right with the world again all of a sudden, Donnie. I have to say, uh, first of all, congratulations on uh, getting that part there. And, uh, you know, that's an awfully nice Thanks. thing of you to do, to do for Lindsay. And uh, both are great kids. I expected great things from you guys. So you got to let me know when this, uh, this thing's going down. I'll go to every show. I'll, I'll heckle you guys, too, if you want, if you want me to. <laughs> Why would you do that? Uh, I think it would be great. I think it would add to the performance, as long as I don't get too out of hand, you know? But you know what? Like, I had totally forgotten about that time that we went to see Lindsay's play, and it was so awkward. <laughs> it was extremely awkward. Cause I, don't, I don't think she was expecting to see me at all. And I came out of nowhere, and I just kind of ruined the entire situation. My existence was not necessary that day. <laughs> Your existence was not necessary? <laughs> yeah, not, not, not that day, yes. <laughs> she was so... Uh... Uh, jarred to see us there. I don't know what her deal was, but she she was not <laughs> pleased to see me, you, or Jennifer Santiago. No. She was not pleased at all to see me. I don't know why. You know, we were always like, uh, kind of like friendish, I guess. You know, from, we both went to the same high school in the same year. But I don't know. Yeah. I, I think it was just surprising, you know. You don't see someone for like eight years they pop out of nowhere. They're like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I thought, oh, I, God, I, thought I shook these guys in, uh, <laughs> oh, God. after high school. He found me. <laughs> what did you say? Oh, yeah. Found me? He found me. Oh. You found me. <laughs> Isn't that a phrase song? I think it is. Found it. <laughs> you found me. You know, you, you know what's it. great about the fray? You know what's great what? about them? What's great about Nothing. them? Nothing. Nothing. Oh, um, that's so bad. That's so bad. But come on, that's, uh, how to save a life? That was a good song. Depressing. Who? Oh yeah, how that's, to save that's a, life? a great song. Except it's the same as the you know they they they've released like ten different versions of the same song as their single. <laughs> they did. I agree with that. I agree. You found me. <laughs> you found me how to save a life and uh, they're like uh, Gin Blossoms Gin Blossoms have one great song that they play over and over and over again you know, they do, but that song it, is so great that I think they're one of the best bands of all time the Gin Blossoms oh yeah but it doesn't it doesn't matter what the title of the song is it could be uh, Till I Hear It From You Hey Jealousy Found Out About You Follow You Down they are all the same song. That's that's true. They are, and they all sound exactly the same. It, it's kind of, it's kind of scary. And each one was a success. Do they uh, do closer yeah. to free, or closer to B, or um, is that a different band? Everybody, Everybody wants, wants to live. Da, 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 da. I don't think that was Jim Blossom, was it? What was the Party of Five theme song? Maybe it was. was Maybe it was them. That was a great song. Whatever that was. No, I don't think it was. I think it was somebody else. I think it was, okay. let me see, Closer to Free. I'll look it up. Uh, uh. Yo, why does, why does one of the first things that come up say, Yale New Haven Hospital, the world is closer to free? <laughs> I think because that band paid Yale New Haven Hospital. I don't know. <laughs> it's, it's by the Bodines. 
Oh, the Bo Deans. Oh, Bo Diddley Deans. <laughs> no, not Bo Diddley. <laughs> uh, um, <laughs> yeah, I was just thinking about her. So you know, like how I told you that my uh, my old uh, professor in England, uh, uh, he that he got you know kicked out of the program and he sobbed in the toilet. Oh, yes. Yeah. I, I was thinking like no one ever knew what he did, but I'm gonna try looking up his like his name right now and see. Yeah, I'm surprised you didn't try to find that out. This guy, like, left or lost his job. Uh, you don't even know the reason why. What's going on? Yeah, I have no idea. Find that uh, out immediately. This you is crying? just talking about painting. Painting? Ugh. Here he is. What's, what's more boring than painting? Talking about painting. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you know what? I don't. I don't think. Nope. There's nothing here, man. Oh, it's bull. I think you should take a road trip and find him, and see what happened to him. Do you know how many CDs that would take? <laughs> I'll make you a CD of nothing but the Bodines. <laughs> yeah, nothing but that one song. Uh, John, do you know what time it is? Oh, I know what the the, the jack off. Tom Fogarty. I'm watching the paint dry. You are always traveling. You, you didn't you just get back to New York and now you're back down in Florida again? Yeah, I was in New York for all the 48 hours and now I'm back down in Florida driving Miss Daisy. Oh. Why'd you even Why'd you even come up if you're just gonna go further south? Oh, because I had to get the the misses and the dog back. Oh, okay. Uh, did, did they come down with yeah. you? Yeah. Uh, they oh, went boy. to Georgia with. But no, they didn't make this trip. Oh, I see. Okay. Um, so yeah. what's going on down in St. Augustine? Uh, the rain seemed to follow me. It stormed from the second I got here until just about an hour ago. <laughs> just... Oh, boy. Oh, oh boy. Well, that's Florida for you. So who have you got for us tonight for the Hot Mess Award? Oh, my Lord. Yeah, yeah. Why, why didn't I get your mask text? I'm in your contacts. Why didn't I get your mask text? I'm in your contacts. <laughs> <laughs> Have you heard this moment? Have you heard this, Tay Allen? No. Yes. This fucking drowsy dullness going on about not being included in the mask text by her boyfriend. Uh-huh. And then apparently now that she's got some clout for this, like, YouTube blow-up that she's done, she had this, like, interview where she said, oh, no, I didn't get anybody's text because I was, like, a fat teenager and I wore an eye patch for seven years. And this is the best preview. <laughs> you can't make this shit up. Oh, yeah. This is one tragic chick. <laughs> look this up. Kay Allen, mass text is what it's 
I get your mask hats? I mean, your contacts. <laughs> what, is it like a? Is it a song? Did she she did a song or they they read? Yes, they reworked her yes. words into song. It's a video that she does, and I swear to God, after about a minute of it, you want to like rip your eyeballs out. <laughs> Yeah, like she had when she wore the eye patch. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. And who is your second hot mess for the evening? Well, my second one, I'm not sure it's a it's a, a person so much as that fucking Grand Keeney that both uh, Taylor Swift and Snooki has been seen in. Have you seen this bikini? No. No, it's what like, is it? This thing that's like it's like prison stripes, and the top is like you know our normal bra size bikini, but the bottom is like some granny pants thing. <laughs> and believe it or not, Snooky is like looking fly in it by comparison. Oh my god! Wow. If that gives Swift, you a clue, swizzle can't pull it off. Yeah, no, not at all. Not at all. It's frightening. It's well, frightening. <laughs> gross. And uh, who is the third hot mess for the night? My last one. I can't. I I wanted to get her in last last time when it was a little more topical, but she just keeps going on about it and keeps like tweeting and twatting and all this crap. That fucking Blozina Kirstie Alley crawling <laughs> up Leah Remy's, Remini's ass over leaving Scientology. I mean, you call her Blozina? What did you call her? Yeah, big old Blozina. <laughs> what does that even mean? <laughs> Fucking dumpster diving, big ass, drug addled, high priestess, Theton philosophy. The keeper of Zenu's Julian Crocus. And she's got the like nerve to be like coming down on somebody who finally saw the light at the end of the tunnel, and it wasn't Ron L. Mother Hubbard. <laughs> <laughs> You know, she uh, she she tweeted something last week, Sire. She tweeted, uh, Wiener and Spitzer, do we have any other choices? Anyone? Anyone? So then what I did was I quoted her, and I said, yes, they have opponents, because I was correcting her, and then she retweeted it. Yeah. Yeah, I saw that yeah. you posted that. Yeah, pretty yeah, weird. She's, she's just ridiculous. <laughs> Absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, ever since she replaced Shelly Long. Yeah. All right. Moving on. Uh, (laughs) So, Shelly Long. Right now, uh, fire up the color teenies because we're going to jack off. All right. It's time for the Blazing Ride Jerk Off. Holla! 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 All right. Who's first? Oh. It's weeks. New research shows Anthony Weiner's polls are steadily decreasing. I think he should be happy because it was his polls increasing that got him into trouble in the first place. (laughs) 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 The Pope made history this week by saying he would not judge gay people. When reporters were shocked, he said, have you seen my outfit? (laughs) <laughs> you know, I can't stop thinking about the George Zimmerman verdict. 
you finally get six women to agree on something, and this is what they come up with? (laughs) 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 After a drug raid, police imprisoned USCD student Daniel Chong, accidentally leaving the cell closed for four days. Chong had no access to food or water, began hallucinating he was being poisoned, broke his glasses to carve sorry mom into his arm because he thought he was going to die, drank his own urine off a metal bench, lost 15 pounds, and was covered in his own feces by the time he was found. In a related story, the sweet life of Zach and Cody marathon is set to air on the Disney Channel tonight. Whoa! (laughs) (laughs) Maybe Screech will make an appearance. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Okay, grab a drink and sit back, because this is a long one. All right. In response to a viewer, in response to a viewer's question about two transgender women in his office, evangelical host Pat Robertson said, "I think there are men who are in a woman's body. It's very rare, but it's true of women." In a man's body, and they want to have a sex change. That is a very permanent thing, believe me, when you have certain body parts amputated and when you're shot up with various kinds of hormones. It's a radical procedure. I don't think there's any sin associated with that. I don't condemn somebody for doing that. But when his co-host said the viewer doesn't know the intentions or medical history of his co-workers, Robertson argued, it's not for you to decide or to judge. On a related note, news came out that Sarah Palin has an IQ of 140. Jay Leno is hilarious. Aaron Hernandez didn't do it. And Taylor Swift doesn't date enough. And John Travolta, newsflash, is straight. <laughs> so, uh, Anthony Weiner's wife, Huma Abedin. By the way, Weeks, I think we should use that in our chant. The, uh, hey, man, Huma Abedin, the man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Definitely. Uh, <laughs> Anthony Weiner's wife, Huma Abedin, is taking an extended break from Hillary Clinton due to her husband's sex scandal. In response, Bill Clinton asked, how did it work out so well for you? Uh, <laughs> a lot. <laughs> okay. Wiener for Mayor Campaign Communications Director Barbara Morgan spoke of intern Olivia Nutzi when she said, I'm dealing with, like, stupid fucking interns who make it on the cover of the Daily News, even though they signed non-disclosure agreements and or they proceeded to trash me. And by the way, I tried to fire her, but she begged to come back, and I gave her a second chance. Morgan went on to suggest Nussi would be unable to get a job in New York City's political scene as a result of her actions. Also unable to get a job due to his actions is Anthony Weiner. Fortunately, Morgan apologized by saying, fucking slut the heck, nice fucking glamour shot on the cover of the Daily News. Man, see if you ever get a job in this town again. I don't know about you, John Week, but I see this in the back end of the... Excellent, very good. Did you finish it? I did, I did. (laughs) In addition to referring to Newsy as a slut bag, 
Morgan called her a fucking twat and a cunt, which is weird because twatting his cock is what got Anthony Weiner into trouble in the first place. <laughs> well, you know she's now changed her Twitter bio to slutbag twat and cunt. And in related news, Christine Quinn has changed hers to mayor of fucking New York. <laughs> there are hard feelings among Weiner's staff. That's a joke, asshole. <laughs> you know, I know we may we we may have struck a few raw nerves on this one, but you know, but people are just so politically correct these days. It's sick. I mean, you can't even say black paint anymore. Now you have to say, Jamal, would you please paint the wall? <laughs> oh gosh! Oh my gosh! Bravo, sir. Bravo. Oh, oh and a pearl necklace was just made. Sire, <laughs> <laughs> I uh, can't thank you enough. Thank you so much for your stellar performance tonight with the jack off oh, in the mess. Yeah, the pleasure, booty. The pleasure was all mine, booties. <laughs> ha la la. Good night, sir. Good night, balls. <laughs> did he say? Did he just say good night, balls? <laughs> you just call this balls. <laughs> Wait, did, was he calling me balls or was he calling us balls? Like we're two different balls. I think he was called you balls, actually. Balls? Like like no hair, like like I am? I think you were a good guy, balls. He might, he well, might I think said he said balls, like testicles. I, I, it sounded like balls with an S. <laughs> what a weird nickname. I love it. I think it's great. I think it's very appropriate. <laughs> So, um, this, uh, over the weekend, I, I went to a, a wedding and, um, in Connecticut and, uh, in Hamden, actually. Oh, your, uh, Hamden. Your old yeah, it was that Laurel View. You ever been to Laurel View? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think I had, we had our prom there, yeah. Laurel View, yeah. been there? <laughs> so, we, uh, uh, I, 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 on, it was just a whirlwind of a weekend because I was all over the place and on, uh, Friday night, I took the train to go meet my dad and because uh, he was up for the wedding. He's an old family friend. So both of my parents went to the wedding. That was weird. They actually spoke to each other. That's, you know, don't usually see that. Um, but uh, he, so my dad took me, his wife and me uh, and uh, his wife's sister out to uh, Stanford, Connecticut, and we go meet my uncle and his ex-lover and uh, and their daughter. Um, and uh, what happened was the my uncle, before they got there, was started talking to me about this uh, this dog because I guess my cousin is dating this boy, um, but his parents don't want the dog at their place in Long Island. So, <laughs> what? <laughs> Wait, he has a dog, and uh, the, the parents don't want the dog, you know, they don't want their own dog there, so what they did was they 
put the dog in, well, I don't know what to call this woman. Let's just call her my aunt, uh, even though they were never married or anything, her and my uncle. Um, so she, her, her mother uh, passed away, and her mother's house is, is was empty. Mm-hmm. So my uncle was telling us about how there's this crazy dog that stays in, in Judy's mother's house. And uh, my dad was like, who else lives in the house? And he said, no one, it's just the dog. And I was just like, <laughs> I was like, what are you talking about? Um, how big is the house? And he's like, oh, it's huge, it's a huge house. You get a million dollars for it, and uh, I think it's in like Greenwich or something. Um, and uh, like, it's very unclear as to who takes care of this crazy dog. And I guess the, the, the neighbors were complaining that the dog. Uh, was like uh, looking at the other their dog weird or something, um, and then like the, the next day I see this I see my aunt Judy, and I judge Judy and I said, uh, did you take care of the dog today? And she looks at me, she goes, she doesn't like me. <laughs> I'm like, so you know who's taking responsibility over this dog? Meanwhile, the dog is just running amok, and like then she said, uh, on another day, she put a bowl of water out there for the dog, and the dog just splashed all the water out with his paws, so that it was completely empty, and he didn't drink it. <laughs> <laughs> and the dog just lives by itself in this huge house. <laughs> This dog is effing crazy, man. What's going on? <laughs> yeah. my, my uncle talks about it like it's a person. Like, oh, this dog's crazy. Nah, crazy dog. Nah, I won't go near it. It's crazy. <laughs> it's like, who else lives with the dog? Nobody's dog lives by itself. <laughs> what, what do you think about that? Uh, I think that's not... A dog living by itself in a, in a million dollar house, all by itself. Who, first of all, who's taking care of this dog? Second of all, how come this, this dog own a house? Is it the owner of the house? It's like the boss. Everybody's uh, afraid of this dog. Oh my God, this dog is like ru- ruining people's lives. I want to go see this dog. Have you have you seen this dog? You should go see this dog now. Have I seen it? No, I hear it's a, a chocolate lab though. It's giving it's giving other dogs uh, evil looks and uh, splashing water out of its pan. This dog has got a mind of its own. This dog is a, a genius. It's running things over there. This dog somehow has worked it out. It's an entire house for human people to itself. I think it's a girl. Too. Oh my god! This dog is she awesome. It's insane. Oh yeah, dog's crazy. She's crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, she hates me. Yeah, yeah. Dog's nuts. So the dog, dog's in the house by itself. Uh, you know, well, what, 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 what are they doing? I have no idea. But obviously, they're they're mighty afraid of this dog for some reason. This dog has, has some kind of mind control over everybody. You know. And it's not even their dog. It's like the daughter's boyfriend's dog that his family doesn't want. And they don't even live in the same state. The 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 parent, the dog's, you know, old parents live in fucking uh Long Island on Long Island, and then they're in Connecticut. How is this dog, dog living in Connecticut? Itself? 
Like, is this song like? Is this song like getting up and getting a glass of water and drinking it? And what is going on here? I'm wondering, how does the dog survive? And where, like, where does it go to the bathroom? Do you think it uses the toilet and reads the newspaper and everything? Oh, I think it probably does. Or, you know, it might not. It might be just clapping all over the floor. That's why the neighbors are complaining about it. <laughs> oh, no, not a newspaper, an iPad. dog has an iPad, probably. I mean, he has a whole house to itself. Why not? That's right. That's right. Oh my if god, that dog is shitting. Wow, huh? that's a special dog. If that shitting all over the place, then that house is gonna stink pretty soon. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it actually is. I think that dog actually learns how to live like a human. You know, and uh, it's probably getting water by itself, and, and using the toilet, taking baths. <laughs> that's, it might have been offended by, you know, your aunt putting the, uh, the the dog bowl down. That's why it started splashing all the water out. Wait, why? It was offended. It was offended, and it was being treated so animal-like, animalistic. There. <laughs> but think about like what? What? That's the logic <laughs> behind. You know, this dog probably hasn't had water in days. Evict them? 
<laughs> there, there are certain squatter rights in housing, though. If the dog has been there for it's a while. The dog? Yeah, the dog has certain rights to housing. If, if the dog's been, it's called squatting rights. If, if the dog's been there for quite some time and could prove that and the owner knew of that, then the dog is entitled to housing. Yeah. Are you sure that applies to dogs? Uh, in this in this scenario, yes. This dog mimics human behavior better than most humans. <laughs> yeah, not a lot of humans can live in a million-dollar house <laughs> by themselves. You know, I always, gotta, I've been thinking uh, lately, like, out of the house. Hmm? What? we got to get that dog out of the house and the victim or her. <laughs> You, no you dog deserves a house. around on you. I know. No dog deserves a house. But this is this is outrageous. <laughs> what, do you think cats deserve a house instead? No, cats don't deserve a house. Turtles deserve a house. Who? Who's turtles? Uh, tur- uh, turtles. The turtles do. <laughs> oh, turtles. <laughs> turtles wouldn't even be able to splatter the water around. <laughs> <laughs> a turtle would just go... Sit in the water and stay there forever. Yeah, <laughs> the turtles would think that toilets is home. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> what, what do you think? What do you think that dog's doing right now? Probably checking uh, its Facebook right now before it goes to bed. <laughs> I was imagining her sitting in the tub drinking a glass of champagne. <laughs> That's true. I, I can see the dog doing that for sure. Definitely. Taking a nice bath, nice warm bath, a bubble bath. Definitely. <laughs> got, a nice, got a steak in the oven. Getting ready to eat. Oh, man. This dog's got the lice. <laughs> <laughs> and the dog, uh, you know, it's. Uh, it's I, I've been thinking lately, why not have dogs at the dinner table? Like, you know, if, can you train, I mean, can you train a dog to just to sit there and enjoy a meal with the family. That's, I really want to know why we don't do that. Hey, listen, I, I agree with that, actually. People love their pets sometimes just as much as their family members, and why can't they be invited to the dinner table just like little Johnny, you know? Why can't they enjoy a meal with the family and be included? Otherwise, we're just treating them just like, you know, uh, you know of course, like an animal, but, you know, beneath us. You know, that's not right. I think they should be invited to the dinner table as well as watching TV with the family. <laughs> On, and and Ex- be able to sit on the couch, not on the floor. Exactly, and why not? Why not just put the dog up on a chair during dinner? I I exactly agree. You know, and you know, it might get a little messy because you can't use the utensils, but you know, put like a little bib on him or something. You know, <laughs> it might get out of control. I bet you, this dog knows how to use utensils, though. I think this dog does definitely. That's why I was so angry about the dog bowl. I mean, it's, it's clear. This dog, this dog is something else. <laughs> that dog was like, I'm insulted. <laughs> and it went nuts. <laughs> <laughs> that dog has a mind of its own. Uh, and uh, before we go, what's your favorite scene? She's the main man with the main to bang thing. Okay, I thought about this long and hard. My favorite scene, and she's the main man, featuring Amanda Bang's main, is when Amanda, like, she gained a lot of weight, um, 
she looks, well, she is Jack Flash. And she's trying to teach this um, class how to rock out. And she's like a music teacher. And at the end, she teaches them so well that they put on a really great concert. And that's my favorite scene, and she's amazing to me. She, she looks exactly like Jack Black in that movie. <laughs> that, that is, they did. They worked wonders with the makeup in that movie. I <laughs> that's right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> my favorite Amanda Bynes, uh, she's the main moment, main, and she's the main with Amanda Bynes, main, is uh, when she was, not when she was detained, main, like last week, main, but when she was in that movie, uh, she's the main, and she plays, like, she's at the dinner table, and she plays, uh, like, all the characters except for that one little uh, kid at the table, a little fat kid, and and she go she starts going Hercules, Hercules. That's my favorite part. She's in my mind. I like that. I like that scene. She did a wonderful job there. It is. <laughs> All right. I can think of no better way of ending the show than by saying if it ain't showbiz, it ain't a biz. Somebody owes me a martini. Hit the brakes, Florence. And if you have a Barbie doll. Bend that bitch backwards, take off her clothes, burn her nipples on the stove, and leave her in some drawers somewhere. Go record a podcast, everybody, and remember not to shit on the roof. Good night, John Week. Good night, everybody. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I go by Blazing Ray. Yeah, kid. Blazing Ray in the house, Ray.